This episode of LIW The Walking Dead Review is brought to you by Substitute Father Figures. LIW The Walking Dead and Fear The Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead Review, episode 75. Isn't that crazy? 75 goddamn episodes? I gotta admit, if it wasn't for the fact that this number was so high, I might have stopped doing the show by now because, holy shit, don't care about The Walking Dead anymore. Couldn't care less. I'm still gonna tell, I'm still totally gonna watch it because it's like an addiction. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's, it's, a, it's one of those shows, you know? Anyway, guys, the point is, welcome to episode 75. This is... Episode 707, which aired back in fucking December, but I don't give a shit because I was busy, so you get it now, deal with it now, here we go. The episode's called Sing Me a Song, I'm not going to sing you a song, you can go fuck yourselves, you're not worthy of a song, you totally are, I'm sorry, (laughs) I didn't mean to, moving on. The episode is better than the last one, and that is not hard to do, because that last episode was a floating turd down a stream of shit. It was if Andy Dufresne was just another turd when it came when he came out of that pipe, you know, at the end of Shawshank. That's what that's what it would be. That last episode, it's just a, a one turd in the in the middle of a big river of turds, and then this one's like a glimmer, like you you like you uh, put some glitter on a turd, and then you like there's always there's some fun stuff to watch and listen to, and like character moments. Like I love Negan. I like I like Rick. I like I like a lot of the characters, but I don't give a shit about the show anymore. It's kind of boring. This one starts off with Jesus and Carl in the back of Negan's truck, like they were in a couple episodes ago, before the throwaway episode with Tara, um, or Teeth, as I call them, when they're together, Tara and Heath. The I literally just recorded that episode, so it's fresh on my mind. Otherwise, I would have forgotten by now. Jesus makes, you know, he's he's. Trying to track, he's a tracker, so he's like, oh, "I'm gonna make this Aunt Jemima trail," and be like, and then Rick, or uh, Carl's sitting there watching him, and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna make this trip," and he's like, "Oh, it's so I can follow it. It's my, I'm making a trail." I'm like, "Thank you, television show. I, I'm smart enough to figure out what the fuck he's doing. I assume he wasn't just wasting their syrup as a means of retribution, or like, ha, ah, now they won't. What are they gonna put on their egos now? Ha ha. What I, I know what he's doing. You fucking assholes." You don't have to tell me, like, oh, you fucking, oh. I hate when they spell out shit. Drink some coffee because I'm losing my voice because of my rage. I don't, you don't need to spell out shit like that. Oh, you fucking assholes. You fucking asshole. Oh, my God. Fucking irritating. Anyway, Carl, uh, he's like, how do we got to get out of here? And then Carl's like, how do we do that? And Jesus is like, you got to roll with it. You know, he's got to roll out the back of the truck and roll with it. That's how you get hurt when you don't roll with it. And he's like, all right, show me. And then he does it. And then Carl's like, bye, bro. And just waves at him. He does the, he almost did the pinky thing from face off. Like, bye, bye, bro. Like that. Like Pollux Troy does. Uh, the, the character from a movie that is, our, our dog is named after, the studio dog. Pollux, the studio dog. Uh, fans of the original Loading Wonderland know what I'm talking about. Was Pollux the studio dog. He was, we got the dog and we got the show at the same time. So he's like the studio dog after that. Anyway, what, who fucking cares? I care about my dog. Fuck you. You don't care about my dog? Jesus. Am I arguing myself or you? I don't know what I'm doing. Carl pulls up some gun once he gets to the compound, shoots a guy, and then Negan comes out, and then Carl kills another guy, and then he gets tackled. Dwight captures him, 
Uh, they show Rosita and Spencer. They're arguing. And she's still mad at him after hiding the guns in the floor. And Negan... Oh, what? Negan, what? What the fuck? I'm reading my notes wrong. I, can't, I don't know how to read. You know, The Walking Dead is really ruining my brain. If they're not going to spell it out for me, I don't know. I don't know what how, I don't know what spell it out means. If they're not going to just literally say out loud what it is, I got to do it on my own. I don't know how to read. Fuck. Oh, that turned into a weird southerner. Anyway, they argue about like staying behind and paying Negan taxes and blah blah blah. I don't give a shit about these characters. Negan shows Carl his impressive collection of whores, and then he's just like showing him around the brothel. I know they're his wives, and it's supposed to be like that's his that's his like palace of love. But it looks like a side office, and it's, it looks like they decorated it like a whorehouse, and they're all sitting around just waiting to get plowed by Negan. It's like it just feels like a whorehouse made for one man. He's got his own like you hear that Barbara Streisand shit where she has like a Macy's or one of those types of stores like a Bloomingdale's in her in her basement, like a full on department store. What are they? I don't know if they're all in her size or she's like, wow, everything's in my size. What are they have? She does it so she can feel like a normal person. It's kind of like buying back her childhood. Like, I, this is what I always wanted as a kid, and now I get to have it. Yeah, I mean, is this what this is? Like, he's just like, I want, I want a brothel, but I don't want anyone else to fuck the broads. I want them to all be mine. You know, the, this is my brothel. I don't, it's not, he's not doing it for a business at that point. He's not surviving off the income made at the brothel. So he's like, these are just my personal women, and it's made to look like a brothel. And that's how I live my life, uh, the Negan way, you know? Uh, this is just all for me. <sighs> Thus will be his downfall. Um, where the fuck am I? Rick and Aaron. Um, oh, so, sorry. One of the whores admits to cheating with her, her ex, just like what happened with Dwight. And moving on. Rick and Aaron, they hop a fence to get supplies, and then there's a bunch of warnings and shit, like, turn around, seriously, you will die, you will get killed, this is not worth it for you, you must be stupid, can you not read, do you not have a television show to spell out what's happening on screen to you, how are you getting past this point, I don't under, and it's just like, you keep saying shit like that, exactly like that, I, I left oh, no detail, the uh, Spencer and Father Gabriel are driving, um, Spencer's talking about how much he hates Rick, and Gabriel's like, pull over, bitch. And he pulls over, and he's like, uh, you finally see that Gabriel has picked a side, and he's not annoying anymore. And he's like, he's like, you know, having these thoughts about wishing work were dead doesn't make you a bad person, but it makes you a tremendous shit, or something like that. And then he's like, gets out and walks home. And I'm like, how fucking far away are you? You drove. Like, you're just gonna walk home? What the fuck? <laughs> like, I would never do that in my life. I'd be like, I'm pissed at you now. With that being said, do you want to, um, I don't know. You know, I left my shoes back there, and I think I saw your wallet um, on the counter as before. Don't check. Don't check. No, I'm pretty sure I saw it, though. So let's just go back, and I'll just grab them. You don't have to do any work. Don't check. Don't check. And, uh, yeah, let's just go back, and, you know, and then you get out of the car, and then go back to the car. And I'm not fucking walking, that's for sure, unless it's like they drove around a circle. I don't know. Maybe they're right out front again. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they're going for anyway. Um, Spencer gets out of the car then and then just darts out into the woods because he hears like, a, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And he finds this like hunter guy in a tree stuck to a, a deer blind. You know, those ones that are up in the tree where you got to climb up with that weird little, like a hook ladder to get up the tree. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. You, you like put a rope around yourself and then the tree. And then you also use it as the, the, the uh, tree blind as a, as a spike to stab into the tree as you climb it. And I don't know. I don't know if you give a shit about this, but that's what it was. And he's up there, and then the zombies is like, Arr! and I was like, what the fuck is happening? I don't. It felt like he knew it was there. That's that's what I mean by what the fuck is happening. I understand what's happening because it was showing me, 
That's the only way I know things is when they spell it out for me. That obviously, I was like, oh, that I did, they didn't say, so I didn't know. So I didn't know if he died up there or if someone put a zombie up there. If only I had someone to tell me on screen what was happening, like a narrator of some sort. Someone to look directly into the camera and go, he's up there hunting and then he died. Like that would have been like, oh, okay, yeah. That's that makes sense. Does it does it make sense, Joe? Oh, you're saying it does? Okay, it does make sense. It makes sense. Yeah. The show's becoming a show f- just for fucking idiots. I swear. It's so fucking simplistic and s- oh my god. Moving on. Um uh who gives a shit where I am? Negan looks Carl in the eye and he's just kind of like it looks at Carl's eye. I'm just skipping through my line really quickly, my notes. There's a scene in the comic, it's great, where he pulls off his eye patch and he makes him take it off, and he's just like, oh, that's fucking gross. Oh, you sick son of a bitch. You're going to be a bad motherfucker. I'll tell you that. And then, But in this show, he's like, oh, that is gnarly. You sure are a handsome. You're going to... You're really going to woo those women. I can't say the word fuck for some reason, even though we can show a man get his fucking skull thumbed in. Holy shit. I, I don't get the... The difference, why swearing is is worse somehow in this country than than brutal violence on screen. I don't I don't get that at all. And I I read this thing where and it's totally fucking gonna be fake, but where they're like, okay, we're gonna cater to our customers and we're gonna have a a lot less violence like this in the in the future episodes. And I'm like, bullshit, you will. You're saying that. But I don't think they even said that, but there's no fucking way they're getting rid of the violence because that's why people watch. That's why a lot of people watch. That's not why I watch, but they're not going to get rid of it. They're just not. Why, why would they? Why would they do that at all? It's, you have to have a violent show in this world. I'm fine with the violence. I'm just saying I don't get why you also can't swear. That is so fucking nonsense because here's the thing. Violence is real. Swearing, the last episode was called Swear. They didn't fucking swear. Swearing is made up. It's a made-up thing. If I swear at you, nothing happens to you. If I fucking shove my thumbs through your eyes, you're going to fucking die eventually. You will fucking die because that's an actual thing. The other thing, swearing, is made the fuck up. What are we doing? What are we doing in this fucking country? Why is one more important than the other when obviously it's not in any way? Wake the fuck up, people. Moving on. Okay, so he's he's looking at his eye like he's like that's gross and he kind of apologizes because he makes carl feel bad he's like i kind of forget you're a kid it's like this weird moment where you kind of sympathize for negan um i don't know who the fuck this guy was but this josh gat looking guy comes by brings lucille and he's like i must have oh he left lucille behind that's crazy and then he starts swinging the bat around he makes carl sing which is why this episode's called sing me a song carl sings us kind of whisper it whispers in a rhythm. I don't want to call it singing. He's kind of like, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. That's not singing. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. That's singing. I'm not a good singer, but that's fucking singing. Put some, put some effort in, Carl. I know your name's Carl, so therefore you're not used to doing any sort of effort. Guys named Carl do not do effort. They do prison time. I know that. It's a fact. We all know that. But put a little effort into this. You got a new life. You're not going to go to jail in this world. Um, although, you can just... Oh, my God. I'm all the fuck over the place. This, it, this, the more I think about the show, the more it pisses me off. Everything about it. This guy... Uh, fucking cares. Uh, Negan brings Carl to this the face-burning... 
the guy who cheated on his wife with his former wife. I don't want to get into that. Who gives a shit? The girl from earlier that admitted that she cheated on Negan with his, her ex-boyfriend or husband or brother, who the fuck he was. Um, that's right. There's a lot of incest going on here at the sanctuary. There's a lot of it. This guy, the Negan burns his face with an iron, just like he did to Dwight. And then Daryl's, for some reason, a full-time janitor now. He's wearing the sweats. <laughs> he's, he's just mopping up after the all the, all the face all the face that gets on the ground, you know. But they show, uh, you know, um, Negan burns his face with an iron. And then they got to show that goop all stuck to the iron afterwards, of course, because this show uh, this show's real fucking gross. I'm fine with that stuff, whatever, if that's what you're going to do. But don't fucking pride yourself on it. It's not that... It's not that interesting. It's really not. It's. It, I wish I could say it was. I wish I was like, wow. I like the way it's done in a technical sense. Like I like uh, like werewolves and stuff. The way they do it on screen, American Werewolf in London, is amazing in that regard. But I don't need to see the fucking face stuck to the thing. I'll trust that that happens. I don't really need to see it. I don't. I'm not like, grossed out or anything. But eh, it's just kind of overkill. I get the. I get what's happening. I don't need some, like, this is the equivalent of them going, see, this is what's really happening. Ha, ha, ha. You, you get it, right? And um, the, um, there's, oh, my God. The Spencer finds a treasure map on the guy from in the blind. It was very confusing. Uh, there's, oh, my God, this is so stupid. He finds a fucking treasure map in this guy's pocket. I was like, what the fuck is happening? I don't, what, what are we doing? The uh, another smoking guy. Uh, there's another smoking scene in the stairwell where Dwight and his ex are smoking, and there's like this conversation, and it's like, well, like I don't remember what they talked about. I fast forwarded and give a shit. And then later on, she gives a note to Daryl, and it says, "Go now." And I'm like, ah, oh, that's probably what it's about. Um, probably. She's like, I don't like this. You don't like this. What are we doing? That sort of thing. Michonne puts a pile of zombies in the road, and then this redhead uh, stops her truck. And she has freshly dyed hair. I was very confused by that, but I guess she's a savior, so that makes sense. They're probably just stealing it. Um, I don't know why you bother dyeing your hair in this world. I don't know. Whatever. She got to look pretty for the zombies. Uh, she rolls up in a car. Michonne hijacks her because that's what black people do when you when you stop your car. Um, what? Is that is that not cool? Because that's... I'm not saying, like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, well, that's what happened. That's what fucking happened. I'm just kidding. The... Uh, Negan shows up at Alexandria, and he brings Carl back. He meets Judith, and he kind of explores uh, Rick's house. And a fucking weird scene. Um, Rick and Aaron, they find an island from a video game where it's like this compound. It's like in this, seriously, an island with a little, little trailer on it. And there's uh, surrounded by a fucking moat full of zombies. And I was like, what the fuck are we watching? What is, what is going on? And they're like, we got to get over there. We got to get across. <laughs> it's like your mission. If you Like, what the hell? <laughs> this was so fucking weird and stagey. It just felt like a, like I felt like I was watching from them from behind and they're kind of shaking back and forth like a video game. And they're like, ready, waiting for me to take over the controls. <laughs> like, and it's just like, press A to continue. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? It looks so stupid. It, it's cool looking because it looks like a video game. So I don't want to say it's stupid looking. It just doesn't look like a movie or a TV show. It, it oh my god, it felt like such a level. The uh, Rosita and Eugene make bullets. Blah blah blah. I don't care about them. Uh, Spencer rolls up with some canned goods, and he's like, "I did well." <laughs> and then Negan's on the porch with Carl and Judith, and then Judith is still like a fucking baby. I was like, "She's really fucking young still." What the hell's going on? Is this baby not aging at all? Whatever. Moving on. Um, and by moving on, I mean, I'm done talking about this episode because that's the end of the fucking episode. So here we go. We're going to move on. So long, guys. See you later. Bye. I don't know. Louisa, bye.